morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Wednesday. Wednesday is the second day of December 2020. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody. There's Big J right over there. Hey. Big J, how you doing today? Good, I think. Oh, you're not sure? Well, I mean, we're just getting started, man. Yeah, no, that's true. But, I mean, you've been up for a bit. Has yeah. it been a good day so far or a bad day? Yeah, it's a good day because I got up. That's I'm true. Alive. So, yeah, that started out well. You're right. On the flip side of that, if you didn't wake up, would you know? And therefore, would it be a bad day? It's a great question. Yeah, it's true. I think it would be a bad day for a lot of people. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, on top of Big J's existential crisis, we also have a movie review from him. Uh, that is coming up today in the 6 o'clock hour. He watched The Happy Time Murders yesterday on Netflix, and we'll see if it's any good coming up later on. Plus, we'll have a chance to qualify for Win Santa's Sack today at 8.30 with a little game we like to call Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to want to hang around for that. It was a nice back and forth yesterday. See if it's uh, that way today. As I ran out of questions. Luckily, Big J got the last one wrong. But, uh, of course, we also have additional fun and excitement, including uh, some information about the coronavirus here in town coming up in the first round of important stuff. And other pending information, but we do play music on this show as well, like Sublime. Let's start things off with some Santeria. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X Rocks. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Hey, guess what time it is? It's Idaho raffle time, man. Idaho Lottery is giving away a million dollars on New Year's Eve, and it could be yours. Somebody's going to win it, guaranteed. It might as well be you, so pick yourself up a raffle ticket at any Idaho Lottery location. They're on sale right now. Get in on the fun, because they're just a couple of days away from drawing for a millionaire. Latest figures were released from the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare yesterday. We were up to 1,097 confirmed, 459 new probable cases of the coronavirus total. 1,556 statewide on Tuesday. Brings the total number to 103,305 confirmed and probable cases since the pandemic began in March. Hotspots for the hotspots throughout. Ada County, 340. Canny County, 158. Also on Tuesday, unfortunately, 29 new deaths were reported. Uh, State total is 996. We're going to cross that 1,000 threshold today, sadly. Uh, And a reminder... That, uh, you know, as you look at the cases for coronavirus, one of the things that people are also keeping an eye on around the Treasure Valley are the hospital numbers and the ICU numbers. We told you yesterday that uh, ICU is at an all-time high. Uh, As you look a little bit more closely to hospitals here in the Treasure Valley, you will notice that there are some slots available, but everybody's very, very busy. They're not full to capacity around here, but they are pretty darn close And so sometimes it takes a great call from a listener, a listener named Tossie, to remind you that the workers, the medical health care workers, are doing a fantastic job in the hospitals, in the health care facilities, and in the ICUs around the Treasure Valley. Hi, guys. I was calling because I was hoping that you could take just a few minutes and thank all of the staff at the ICUs. I just got news today that my fiancé is going to live because of the staff at ICU. And there are no words, and I would really appreciate if if you guys could throw out some support their way. They're working long, long hours, 
and what they're doing is changing lives, and it's very difficult. I just want them to know how much that they are appreciated because what they're doing is really hard, but it's making a difference. It did for me. It changed my life. So thank you for your time and consideration. Of course, thank you, Tossie, for calling in and talking a little bit about it. It is a, a important thing to remember is, you know, when you rattle off these numbers, deaths, cases confirmed probable all that kind of stuff uh and and what's happened across the nation is because there are so many people involved in it all these things become just numbers you know what i mean and there are names attached to each one of these people there are family members attached to each one of these people and their healthcare workers that are working their tails off to make sure that as many people that come in with this issue uh, walk out better than when they came in. So uh, it's it's a good reminder that that there are people working their tails off in the ICUs in the hospitals here in the Treasure Valley that we need to make sure that we go out of our way to thank and that each one of these people that we talk about with a confirmed or probable case or somebody that's in the hospital or the ICU is a person as well and dealing with this stuff and probably not able to see their family, probably scared out of their minds. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff that's going on here that sometimes gets dismissed when you talk just about numbers you know yeah let, let me tell you just a second about the danger that our healthcare workers are in um my daughter and uh, her, her, her girlfriend works at a healthcare facility at a hospital here in the treasure valley as a screener and she was working and and somebody had arrived to the hospital very sick she put on all the ppe stuff and she got thrown up on by somebody who had uh covid and even with all the PPE, she ended up getting COVID and and then my daughter got sick and is still, you know, three, four weeks after that, still having a hard time breathing. Um, it, it is just, it's, it, you know, otherwise probably wouldn't be in that situation. So yeah, it's a real thing. Those people are, are risking uh, themselves and their families by going and doing their jobs and trying to help people. And uh, that's the consideration that I wish people would really think about before they want to go do some silly stuff. Exactly. Uh, so uh, thank you, Tossie, for calling in and talking about your story. Thank you to all the people that work in the hospitals, the healthcare workers that are dealing with this crisis. Uh, we appreciate it more than words can say, for sure. Whether you like it or not, Big J, you're getting some Wednesday afternoon football, uh, despite the fact that there were still two more positive tests on the Baltimore Ravens yesterday, and including a player that actually played in practice yesterday, they're still going to go forward with this game uh, today that's happening because uh, they want to plow through. So Steelers-Ravens today at 140 on NBC is when you can check it out. It will be nationally televised, so there's football on. If you're working from home, you can have it on in the background, I suppose, and that will wrap up the final game of the weekend. But then again, uh, no Thursday night football this week. Everything is moved to uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday uh, to kind of get things back on track, at least they hope anyway. Congratulations to Dave Chappelle and John Krasinski, Big J. Uh, Despite the shutdowns in Hollywood, they are the top trending videos of 2020. Uh, They get it done. Chappelle's 846 segment landed on top as the most searched uh, video on YouTube. That was the Netflix kind of uh, video that he shared where he went on and told a story about uh, George Floyd. And that was a very big deal for him and for Netflix. And, of course, uh, John Krasinski, Ricky Gervais, their interview and reuniting on YouTube ended up being the number two most searched video. So some Office fans out there as well. So uh, you can check out the top list at YouTube, but apparently we like funny stuff. That's what we're looking for on YouTube videos. 
Send you song of the day right there. Electric Six Danger High Voltage on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It was yesterday, right around this time, that Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. That movie has got some star power attached to it. It is called The Happy Time Murders. So now we get to figure out what's it all about and how was it. Big J, your turn. Yeah, the humans in this uh, star, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, uh, and the awful and terrible Joel McHale, uh, who continues his awful and terrible trend in this movie. And it, the best way I can describe the Happy Time Murders is it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with Muppets and super crass and, and in some respects pretty gross situations and uh that's that's what it is brian henson who was obviously the son of jim henson uh he he took on this so they're 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 muppets but not not ones that you know from you know the muppets they're just puppets right yeah and uh basically what you have is a situation where uh, melissa mccarthy is a police officer and she once upon a time had a partner who was a muppet oh by the way the the muppets puppets here are treated like second class citizens i mean it's real bad uh the way they, they get treated in public and you know you have to kind of prepare yourself is you is you, you know like if you're going to watch a muppets movie you've got you know people interacting with puppets and yeah. it's i mean that automatically is fun and that's why when we saw the trailer for this it looked so dang funny because you know what's better than than you know we had i think childhood memory i mean i enjoyed watching the muppets i don't know if you did Nick. yes of course so thinking of an adult version of that a rated r version a hard r by the way uh seems like a funny thing and you know sometimes it works and sometimes it really has you questioning things uh as to be like oh my god what am i watching and why am i doing it uh but uh that that's kind of the fun of this whole movie but what you have here is uh, Melissa mccarthy playing a detective Uh, she had once upon a time a partner who uh was a a muppet and uh, a puppet and he uh he got let go from the force and now he's a private detective and his brother was uh was part of this 90s uh Muppet sitcom uh, called Happy Time and all of the cast members of that troupe are being murdered and so uh, he's setting out to find out who did it and you've got that situation playing out and there's some uh, there's a rift between Melissa McCartney's character and his character uh, they were partners and things went bad and, and now they you know end up uh, having to work together again to solve these murders and you've got you know the delicate uh, intricacies of working through that and the, the <laughs> The ridiculous i'll tell you one of the one of the happy time murders is uh was a, a, a puppet who um somebody had, had uh, let the dogs in on him and he got ripped to pieces gotcha uh it's hilarious and awful at the same time so that's what this movie is it's it's funny and, and terrible at the same time so if you can stomach some of the crass stuff because i'll be honest even for me i mean it was pretty like like whoa man that's kind of gross especially coming from your childhood love of puppets and muppets and seeing them do things that they shouldn't be doing it's awkward and i think that's why this movie didn't end up being successful and making the money that it probably was supposed to so uh, i thought it was funny i enjoyed it Uh, i would go ahead and even though joe McHale is in it uh say that it's approved how does the world posit that the puppet and human world intervenes? Because it obviously takes place in our current world, right? Because it's yeah. the LAPD. So how do they merge? 
Is it just always been that way? Puppets have always yeah, been they real? Yeah, didn't, they didn't explain the origin. Okay. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, it was just weird that it took place in this world, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And I think at some point, uh, like, there was great reverence for the puppets. Uh, it seemed to be, like, at one point it, well, in the in the universe that this movie takes place in, that once upon a time, there was reverence for the puppets, but something happened, and they just became, like, junkies. And, and all they care about, it's a funny, it's an ongoing joke in the movie, is that all the puppets care about is performing for people like that's a terrible thing <laughs> but it's uh there's a lot of of the you know the uh the muppets out there that have all kinds of uh issues and problems and and they just get treated really poorly and it's kind of sad and i think probably commentary on uh social works uh within uh, our own universe but it, it does have some funny things, but it is pretty crass. I mean, I would call it a hard R. It, it, I mean, listen, if you can watch the Red Band trailer for this and 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 not get, like, completely turned off, I, get, I think you have the idea as to what you're in store for. Because uh, there is a Red Band trailer out there that's got some pretty dirty stuff. Yeah, in. the thing is, that in the trailer, it's like, it's brief, and then you just ex- ex- extend those scenes about for five minutes. Right, right. Things are going on, is what uh, Big yeah, J is trying to say. Yeah. Puppets and bodily functions and things that you're not familiar if with. If I were to try to say which one's worse, Happy Time, you know, th- these scenes of the crassness versus uh, the Trey and Matt Stone uh, uh, America bleep yeah movie. Team America. Team America. Mean? And some of the things they do, <laughs> I mean, I think that movie wins for crassness in those certain scenes. Which one? Uh, Team America. But it's close call right. in some regards. But you can handle Team America, right? Oh, heck yeah. And would you watch this again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's well, fun. It's fun. Uh, then you're fine. If you can handle uh, adult humor coming out of... Uh, Don't watch this with kids. <laughs> no, it's not a kid's movie. It's an adult movie for sure. But it is also Big J approved. So another home run uh, that's four in a row for keeping track of Big J approved well, yeah, movies. home runs. This is, you know... Well, I mean, if you approve it... Begrudgingly you, last week, I approved it. Either way, approve or either approve no, or disapprove. No, it's a, You wanted the thumbs up or nope. thumbs down scale. It's I'll, the scale you I'll created. The way. I'll create what I want. And it's Big J approved. And Big J... I think I speak for the entire workforce, Big J, when I say, oh, oh no, 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 no. Microsoft has developed a new technology that can tell when its employees are bored at work. How? Specifically during a meeting. The brand has filed a patent for a network that will monitor and score your body language, speech, and facial expressions when you're having camp meetings via cameras, sensors, and software, my friend. It's called the Insight Computing System, and it's going to analyze how often each participant speaks, their speech patterns, and will be able to pick up on signs that indicate a drop in productivity like boredom and being tired. Employee scores can then be cross-referenced with time spent doing inappropriate activities for work, like, you know, if you're not on your system or you're, you're seen texting or checking emails or browsing the internet. And then this system can actually tell if you're a productive employee worth your salary or not, Big J. The system can be used to monitor people attending both in-person meetings and virtual meetings. In-person meetings? That's right. Listen, there's cameras everywhere, buddy. You got ring cameras all over your house. You should know this. Yeah, two. Still. They're outside. Some experts worry that this is a problematic system, noting that it's invasive and a major step back for workers' rights, but... 
A Microsoft representative say, don't worry, they're committed to privacy, Big J. And the system is not a work monitoring tool. While I would argue that's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is. I mean, if it's not monitoring your work, what is it doing? Uh, their hope is that data gathered by the system could help companies avoid scheduling non-optimal meetings. They're not supposed to use this to truly tell if an employee is productive as much as it's like, oh, Big J's bored during this meeting. Maybe I should have it at another time. Big J's bored during this important stuff right. segment. Uh, yeah, you'd be in real trouble if they if they monitored this particular yeah. system. So uh, mind your P's and Q's, I guess. Watch out, everybody, is the lesson here. NBA training camp started opening up yesterday, but you're not going to see uh, Chris Porzingis training with the Dallas Mavericks anytime soon. Kirk Carlisle said the 21-year-old Latvian giant is recovering well from surgery on his right knee, but it's not going to be back until at least January. Uh, Kemba Walker of the Boston Celtics is out at least until early January as well, uh, as he was recovering from a left knee injury. The Ohio State Buckeyes are back. The fourth-ranked team in the country had to cancel Saturday's game because of an increase in COVID-19 positives, but the team resumed activities yesterday. Uh, They hope to play their schedule game against Michigan State on Saturday. We will see. If you've got an extra $125,000 lying around, maybe, just maybe, you'd want to bid on one of the guitars from Chris Cornell. In fact, the one of the guitars that he played on Soundgarden's Super Unknown album back in 1994 is hitting the auction block. The opening bid for the 1966 Fender Candy Apple Red Jazzmaster is $125,000. It's available online at gotahaverockandroll.com. The late Cornell gifted the guitar to a friend named Chris Bond when he was divorcing Soundgarden manager Susan Silver. It comes with its original case, a note from Bond, a letter of appraisal from Emerald City Guitars, and a certificate of authenticity. Apparently, uh, Chris used this specifically when recording Black Hole Sun on the album, and so it's got a bit of history attached to it. It's a lot of money, Big J, for guitar, but there are plenty of collectors out there that may be interested, so you can check out all the other auctions, too, at gottahaverockandroll.com if you're so inclined. And we're going to hell. What the hell is this? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Welcome to another episode of Detective Big J for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, we are headed to Humboldt County, California for today's story. And we're going to need your detective expertise. All right. Because uh, people that have heard this story don't believe this story. So you're going to need to tell us what's really going on here, okay? Great. But according to the Humboldt County Sheriff's Department, on Thanksgiving Day, around 9 o'clock at night, They received a call that a man with a gunshot wound was being taken by his father to the community hospital there in Humboldt County. According to the report over the scanner at the time, the son says he accidentally shot himself in the leg. Oh, no. According to the spokesperson for the police department, the sheriff's then headed to the hospital. The victim is a 20-year-old male. The deputy said that he was cleaning a property somewhere in southern Humboldt County when he stumbled upon a firearm. Look what I found, Big J. Oh, I'm going to pick it right up. And while handling the firearm, the gun reportedly accidentally discharged, striking the victim in the leg. When they asked the victim, okay, well, what were you doing out at 9 o'clock at night? Just like randomly out there. I mean, you know, it gets dark pretty early nowadays. And the victim said he was cleaning a former marijuana crop when the accident occurred and it took about an hour or more to get to the hospital. 
So they're like, okay, so you're saying that there's not marijuana there anymore. And the guy's like, no, no, nah, there's not. I ate it all. And then they're like, okay, well, can you give us kind of an exact location of where you found this gun? And he's like, no, 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 I can't. I can't. I don't remember. He's like, okay, well, you remember being out there cleaning up this former marijuana crop. But now you can't remember where it was or where you found the gun. He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I got a hole in my leg. I don't remember a whole lot. So uh, the deputies clearly think there are some holes to the story, but they only have so much to go on when you have uncooperative victims and witnesses, you understand? Yeah. So the victim is expected to survive his injuries. The police have a couple of theories. Theory number one, of course, is marijuana crop is still there. He's growing it. And somebody snuck up on him and shot him because they couldn't find the weapon either. Story number two is there's a fight involving the marijuana crop. Or story number three is he's telling the truth, Big J. What does Detective Big J think of? Story number four, the movie The Beach. And what happened there? Starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Remind everybody what The Beach is <laughs> and why that makes sense to you. No, they, it was a big marijuana crop. They kind of stumbled upon it because they were vacationing in the islands. The next thing you know, people are after them. And so you think he actually stumbled upon a former one that was not his business and the people were trying to protect it? Yeah. That's not a bad theory either. Could but very well be. He's definitely not telling the truth. But, I mean, if that were the case, <clears throat> wouldn't you rat somebody out that tried to kill you? Right? Well, I don't think they tried. If you just tried. stumbled I mean, accidentally uh, upon a marijuana? They just warned the guy, get out of here. By shooting him? Yeah. That's a pretty good warning. And apparently it worked because he ain't talking. So there's that as well. But clearly, yeah, something is a, a miss here. Exactly. Uh, reminder that, you know, if you do stumble upon a firearm, don't point it at any appendage of yourself or your friends. If that is, in fact, the case. The other thing is, uh, mind your own business. <laughs> That's number two there. Mind your own business. Just in case. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> Allison Chains, I stay away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The holidays are upon us, Big J. Christmas is just a few weeks away. Yay, Christmas! And there is an old saying that revolves around the holidays, "'Tis better to give than to receive." Yeah. And what a 2020 thing to have happen for a university, specifically the University of California, to do a study to go, yeah, really? Is it really better to give than receive? We should check this out. Hell no. And so they did some studies, and it turns out, well, I know you believe that it's better to receive than it is to give. But for the most part, your opportunity to give has been removed from your life. You don't buy your <laughs> yeah. wife presents anymore. Uh, no, things no, no. are bought no, listen, for her. When you say it that, listen, when you say it that way, it's like, I don't want to. No, no, no. It's not about a desire. I, I know, but but you. But if you really you wanted to, it, you'd still do it. You were like clickbait headline right there. No, no, no. You don't do it, right? Yeah, because she doesn't want me to. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's not a justified reason behind it. I'm just saying you no longer give your wife presents. I know, but you know, people tune in and out real fast. They might have just heard that I don't give my wife presents. And... Well, not to say she doesn't receive things. It's just not given from right. you. Yes, correct. None of them are your idea. I suppose. That's accurate. And so, uh, you know, but you do have said on this very show several times, you love getting things. You love, yes. you love well, receiving yeah, because things. Because I'm honest. And according to the University of California, it all depends on how you're raised, my friend. That really boils down to, is it better to give 
than to receive. Apparently, uh, if you were raised in a household that uh, stressed charitable giving and doing things like that and maybe helping other, out other people and making sure that you were involved in the gift-giving process, then you feel better about getting gifts than giving them. But if you were in a family that was normed, as, as this university study calls it, normally, where none of that stuff was really stressed at an early age, you're a pretty big fan of getting stuff. And while you may say it's better to give than receive, you truly feel like, you know what, it's all about me. I enjoy getting things, and it's better. So, it all depends on how we count up, whether or not we are uh, enjoying the giving or the giving. I think everybody enjoys both things a little bit. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Whether you perceive it or per- prefer one or the other, that's entirely up to you, I suppose. So, they found that in some cases, the truth is, it is better to give than receive. But in some cases, I know, the hey, opposite I-, I got you a present yesterday. You did? Yeah. What was it? No, I'm not going to tell oh, you. Oh, I see. It's a present for me. That's yeah. coming later. Got it. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I will I will be happy to receive it. Damn right you will. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important Probably just stuff. Probably on the counter over there. <laughs> Listen, don't be giving me food when I'm on a diet. What do you want me to do? Here's traffic. You can throw away the popcorn in it and keep the tin. <laughs> Why would I do that? That's awful. I don't know. It's awful. Morning after when Nick and Big J. Important stuff is on the way. So is Pop Culture Smackdown. But first, a look at your traffic brought to you by Ability Health and Rehab. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We talked about this a little bit, but it's nice to see that some businesses are getting kind of creative with their office Christmas parties this year. <laughs> things are well, gonna we be- were making fun of it a couple weeks ago. Well, we were just saying that there are things that we would not do. Yeah. And, uh, and so they're doing things a little bit different this year. One option has got employers getting together for a digital gathering. That comes from PayPal. The company is hosting a 29-hour virtual party where employees can just kind of drop in whenever they want. Schedule is broken up into eight different destinations, during which site leaders from across the world are responsible for arranging virtual entertainment during their designated time. The event is called an all-together gathering, a December to remember, and planning it for began way back in April. But some companies are simply paying for their employees to order some dinner on them. While others are hosting a secret Santa gift exchange that mails gifts directly to co-workers' homes. Other companies are sending out DIY cocktail kicks out to their co-workers. And others are hosting virtual trivia games that allow employees to win some prizes. And our company getting creative, too. They're doing what, Big J? I, I know, must not know of any plans. Oh, no, they're not doing anything. Oh. Listen, uh, our company, we're just happy to have a company. Okay, so I have no lofty expectations. No, no, me either. Just giving them a hard time. I like I said, even if there was some sort of virtual events that was set up, there's no way in hell I'd do it. So, yeah, because you're anti that. That's right. Uh, I've got you're, you're the guy that doesn't want to have fun. I've got things. <laughs> you just said that you wouldn't do it either. What are you talking about? No, I totally would. No, you said you would only do it if there were raffle prizes. Oh that's yeah, that's exactly. What well, you I'm said. sure that's the one thing around here we can manage. <laughs> That's the one thing we can do. All right. Well, we're not. So I got a whole, I got a bunch of raffle prizes on my desk. <laughs> if it all goes well, there will be football today. Wednesday football. The game will pit the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens. Game was originally scheduled for Thanksgiving Day, but that's been postponed. Uh, game is going to happen at 1:40 our time on NBC. If you'd like to watch it, or at least uh, be aware that it's happening. 
And uh, long live Quibi, Big J. It is dead. The Quibi app is no longer operable. The end for the ill-fated app with uh, $1.75 billion in funding was fairly quick, and that was a huge disaster. In October, the board signaled its decision to shut down the company just seven months after it debuted. Jeff Katzenberg, Matt Wigman promised subscribers a daily dose of Quick Bite Originals chopped into episodes of 10 minutes or less featuring famous celebrities, and that's exactly what they delivered, Big J. You cannot say that Quibi didn't do what they said they were going to do. They gave you a bunch of different original content that you could have on your phone with a bunch of people you were familiar with that had pretty big names. Just nobody cared. Nobody wants to watch it on their phone. And so that was a huge issue for them. I just think it's it, it, there's there's it, it's it, it fell victim to there's too much streamable content. I don't even think it's a phone thing. Yeah, I, I, I think that the the group of people that were, are willing to watch content exclusively on their phone is too small to support that. Could very well be. I just think that 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 it, there I don't know if people care that much about 10 minutes just doesn't seem like something to get invested in. Do you know what I mean? Like if it's 10 minutes is it worth your time? We gotta find the sweet spot between uh, short attention span and too long. Yeah, I mean uh, that's why five minutes bingeable stuff is so important. It's because while we may not have, we'll happily sit still for eight hours as long as it's something that we care about, which is very weird. But it is it is true. But yeah, Quibi was not it, and not something that uh, you probably cared about. But it did have a bunch of cool things with a bunch of cool people. So there's always that. And don't 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 think that they'll be the last you hear from the people in charge of Quibi, by the way. They'll be around for a very long time. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here's a chance to get qualified for Santa Sack, and this week it is the biggest it's, it's going to get. And it's pretty damn big because it's got a Echo Dot in there. You've got a Fire Stick, a Kindle HD 10-inch tablet, uh, a gigantic 55-inch 4K smart TV. There's a uh, sound bar system for the TV. Also, a brand new Xbox One X gaming system. Not the Xbox Series X, the new generation, but uh, the last one, which is still a pretty damn good deal because it's free. And pricey, yeah. Yes, it's very pricey. You get all of that stuff if you win the final Santa sack, and in order to do that, you gotta get qualified. Plus, there's a prize that somebody gets too, right? Yeah, five dollar or a twenty-five dollar gift card to Wendy's. Hey now, look at that, Big J. You're always yapping about Wendy's. Yeah, man, get a baconator for breakfast or dinner. Uh, two two zero eight two eight seven one zero zero three. That's not a snack food. You should play and defeat Big J in order to claim this particular prize i wish everybody involved very good luck including you big j went on a tear yesterday and see if we can continue that hello yeah the hello hey man what's up what's your name rod all right rod you're up first espn's docuseries the last dance relived what team's quest for a sixth nba championship the balls right that is correct big j sports question answered which american swimmer holds the record for most olympic medals won um, let's go with, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, the Achilles heel I, of the treasure rally. I see his face. I just can't think of his name. His long, angry face. Yeah. He's like a big horse face. Oh. Like Chad Kroger Jr. Uh, I want to say Michael. Now you're halfway home. I know. I just can't. Ah. Oh. Come on. Michael. I The only thing that comes into my head is Michael Buble. Wrong. 
<laughs> Sorry, man. Rod, do you happen to know the answer? You win either way. I do. And the answer Mr. is Phelps. Michael Phelps. Michael right. Phelps. Michael Phelps. Mr. Phelps is the right answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if there's a block there. I mean, there's some sort of it's probably bacon, actually, that's blocked bacon in my air? mind. Yeah. Your arteries and your mind. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with some Wendy's coming your way, and you're also going to check out a little bit of fun that it could be Santa sack for you. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information and make sure you're set and good to go. How many medals? 28, I think. 28. Uh, that's your pop culture smackdown. We will do some headlines. That's coming up next on the x Rock. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, baby. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Let me give you a website for them. Just go teammazda.com. It's where you can go for your next new or used car. Adventure inventory is always being updated there. You can check out the payment calculator, even the Fresh Start credit button. If your credit is a little bit questionable, they've got you all set up there at Team Mazda. So check out the website, go teammazda.com for more information. Headlines are as follows. Big J, let's get wacky. Bad choice and not buying it. Let's get wacky. If you are good at creating cookies using wacky ingredients, then Reynolds Kitchens might have the job for you. The position is called Cookie Connoisseur. Oh. And the right candidate will have to author five different cookie recipes to be featured in the brand's 21-day cookie countdown in 2021. Bakers interested in the position, which pays $5,000, will be asked to submit a recipe that includes an unexpected or wacky ingredient to the company by December 8th. Entries will be emailed to careers at reynoldsweetgig.com and should include the recipe, a photo of the resulting cookie, and a 250-word description why you would be perfect for the gig. Applicants should also include their names, ages, and addresses, of course, so that they know how to get a hold of you. But seems like an interesting way to win $5,000. You ever had a weird or wacky cookie? I mean... Sure, I, eat, I get cookies from Crumble all the time, so... What are in those? Way. Like, what's the weirdest one you've had, I guess? Would be a better question. Um... Okay, you got me. I don't remember specifically. Somewhere there with Michael Phelps. But they're different. All right. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head either. If I've, I mean, I'm not very adventurous when it comes to sweets anyway, because I'm not a super big sweets person. Uh, I think, I guess, the wackiest cookie that I enjoy is oatmeal raisin because everybody seems to hate those. But uh, I don't know. I can't think of a wacky ingredient. But then again, I'm not a baker, Big J. Reynolds Kitchens isn't going to hire me, that's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. Bad choice or not buying it? Not buying it. All right, here we are again in the world of the Internet, and you can take this as a real thing or a not real thing. It's up to you. But you've heard of exit interviews when you leave jobs, right? Yeah. There is a 22-year-old man from England recently that shared that he was given an exit interview after a one-month relationship with a woman. Niall Moran says he was stunned after getting the questionnaire shared to his email and shared the survey on social media. He uploaded screenshots of the quiz, which was asked him to rate how attractive the woman was, her performance in bed, as well as his overall experience with her. He shared the images on Twitter along with the caption, I can't believe I slept with the psychopath. Now I've seen. Did he, did he did he reply to it? Though? No. Well, not 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 according to the the image caps that he saved. But like all of these questions, like I'm not buying it as like a real thing. I think it's something that he made up only because like at the end she also asked for the person's name. Like she sent it out a bunch, and if he was in a one month relationship with him, 
she would know his name, you would hope, right? Yeah. And so I just, it feels like it's something that he, you know, set up. Fake news. Right. That he put together and wanted to go viral and mission accomplished, although it is funny. There's also some very dirty questions in the questionnaire, in case you're wondering. Hmm. You can check it out for yourself if you're so inclined. Wrap it up with bad choice. Driving in anything other than a real factory-made car seat is dangerous, Big J. And on Monday, police in Ontario, Canada shared photos of a vehicle that was pulled over and impounded after the driver was found to be sitting on a folding lawn chair to drive. Halton Regional Police Service Burlington Station said officers thought something seemed off about the driver's seat before pulling the vehicle over. In addition to having his vehicle impounded, the driver was also ticketed for unsafe vehicle operation and driving with an inoperative seatbelt as well. Uh, so yeah, don't put the folding chair in as your driver's seat. It ain't going to work. It's not stable. It's not safe. All those things. Come on, you idiots. Also, where's your seat to begin with, right? Like, I mean, maybe if you're pulling down and putting a new one in, I get it, but wouldn't you wait to put the new one in before you drive it around someplace? Either way, not a good idea. Got in trouble for it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a bunch of stuff. Foo Fighters and shame, shame here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We could use some cheering up, Big J. What do we need to do? Yeah, uh, and, and here, especially in this pandemic year of 2020, um, a survey was just taken about uh, what are the things that cheer you up when you're feeling down? And so we've got a top 10 here, Nick. I'm ready. Uh, number 10 is having a solo dance party. No. No. Yeah, that came in at 18%. Number nine, singing in the shower. No. You sing in the shower? I don't. Oh, I okay. don't. Is that weird? Yeah, it is weird. I sing elsewhere. I like I sing along with things, usually in the car, but not in the shower. Yeah, every now and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sing in the shower. Uh, number eight, baking cookies. That's 31%. Great. Not a, not a baker. Seven, number seven, uh, when you can, and if, you, if it's within social distancing, hugging a loved one. Okay. 37%. 6%, and I don't know if this makes you happy, but it, it's taking a nap. It can if you're tired and stressed. I suppose sure, it 30, can relieve it. 37% responded that taking a nap made them happy. Number five, cuddling their pet. Oh, Only so number five, nice. huh? Yeah, I know. That's kind of strange. Uh, number four, calling a friend, Nick. Okay. You need a little support? You want to call your friends. 40% there. Number three, going for a walk. Mm. So I would, you know, put that in with... Maybe doing some sort of meditation kind of thing, but getting out, doing something, breathing the fresh air, 43%. Number two, eating their favorite snack. Oh, comfort eating. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad idea. 43%. And number one, Nick, the number one thing in this survey that made people cheer up is watching their favorite movie. Sure. That makes sense to me. 46% responded. Yeah, I mean, it does depend on what your favorite movie is, I suppose, if that brings you up or yeah, down. Yeah, what if your favorite movie is Apocalypse Now? Right. It's not exactly a, a uplifting. One. Yeah. I would argue the same thing about my favorite movie of all time. I mean, Shawshank Redemption ends pretty well, but it's two hours of pretty depressing stuff. Yeah, it's up two until hours you of get prison. To the end, up until you get to the end where there's the uplifting part. Uh, but still, I mean, if I'm in a great mood, well, I can't turn it off if it's on. I'm not like, man, I could really use a pick-me-up. Let me watch the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. I mean, and then now I think it's probably different for me. Uh, listen, I, John Wick isn't going to pick me up sometimes right. anymore. Right. Uh, maybe 10 years ago, but 
Yeah, no, you need you need a special something, or maybe it's just a TV show that brings you. And I found with, and I would definitely say one watching their favorite something. It seems to me late as of late, especially '80s material will make me at least feel a little bit better. Flashback to the childhood. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about some of the better times. Uh, you know, Miami Vice, even mm-hmm. old episodes of Miami Vice. Oh my God, yeah, Airwolf. All those things. Stupid stuff. Feeling nostalgic can yeah. sometimes make you yeah. feel good. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Uh, so whatever it takes, whether it's on the top ten list or not, everybody can use some cheering up, and you should figure out your own way and keep it all the way I up. I mean, they did keep it pretty clean. Lord knows we need it. That's for sure. Yes, there are certainly there, other ways. There could be some other things. That... To get cheered up. But, yeah, they're not going to make that top ten list. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions. That's next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we will hook you up here with Bad Impressions, a $25 gift card to Jackson's, where you can use that to, to hook up uh, gas, uh, beverages, maybe uh, something, uh, maybe one of those tornadoes, Nick. Shove it right in your grill. Either way. Of uh, your we'll, car? No, no. Oh. Of your mouth. Um, just, just figure out Bad Impressions this morning, and boom. You're in. 208-287-1003 if you want this Jackson's gift card sent to you. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Yeah, this t- it's a place. It's a famous place. Oh. It all re- You're going to impersonate a place? Yeah. All right. Uh, this should be fun. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Austin. All right, Austin. Good luck. In our commercials, you've no doubt heard people singing, but up, but I'm loving it. McDonald's. Yeah, there you go. One and done is all you need. Congratulations, Ba-da-ba-ba. Austin. Hang on one second. What were clues two and three for fun? People search out our golden arches, and pre-COVID, you can bring your kids in and play in our playland. And why? And those days are over. It's McDonald's in the news. Today, Nick, arriving nationwide is a little item called the McRib. Oh, it is today, huh? December 2nd. Yep. Yeah, you're right. A day which will live in McRib infamy. <laughs> are you excited? Sure. Good, man. Yeah. Good. McRibs are fantastic. It, it almost feels like it's just a big evil tease. That I can't have yeah. any of it, but it's okay. I mean, is that a permanent thing? Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, permanent for now. I don't, I don't have like a target end date for when it ends. I just know that uh, McRibs would not be good for my diet, so I'm not going to do it. But uh, I understand that. Uh, please know that I'm very excited that it's coming back. It feels almost karmic that it's coming while I can't have any, but. It is one of those deals I'll where... I'll say this. The decision was made to bring the McRib back before you decided to go to diet. This is true. So This is very, very true. Although you did break the news to me while I was on it, so there's that. But, right before. Right before you went on it. It wasn't my so fault. So there is... I was trying to keep it a surprise. I didn't know you were going to go to stringent diet. There is the news. I hope everybody enjoys them. They are truly a gift to humanity. And all of you, please have a McRib. It's a wonderful gift. Morning to you in your favor, sir. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next to the X-Rock. Avatar and Colossus. That's wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Wednesday, the second day of December. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to Tossie for calling in and telling us her ICU story about her fiance being saved. It gave us an opportunity to remind you that Listen, every time you hear these numbers rattle off, there's a person, there's a story, there's a family, there's a doctor, there's a nurse, there's a healthcare workers behind each and every one of those numbers that we're talking about in the morning. And we took some time to say thank you to all the healthcare workers, the people working in the ICUs and the hospitals. 
and the urgent cares that are helping out the people that are dealing with all this stuff. Sometimes it's easy to just move on if you're talking about numbers every single day. It's nice to remember that there are people, names, families attached to each one of these stories that need to be remembered and need to be talked about as well. Big J also recommended the movie The Happy Time Murders. It was available for you to stream on Netflix, a winner for streaming Dumbass today. We also had a chance to qualify somebody else for Win Santa Sack, which we will do again tomorrow. We'll actually be able to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League tomorrow as well. So it's been crazy, but they're wrapping up finally week 12 today. So there's that. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, going on the line of uh, what we talked about in that uh, first important stuff with uh, that message about our uh, health workers and um, Starbucks, has announced that we'll be extending a new offer to U.S. first responders and healthcare workers. They'll give them a free tall brew coffee, Nick. At participating locations throughout the month of December, to redeem their cups, frontline workers just need to show up at the Starbucks, identify themselves as such. They don't have to have a, an ID. Uh, per Starbucks. So those eligible for the motion include nurses, public health workers, pharmacists, dispatchers, firefighters, paramedics, police officers, dentists, dental hygienists, uh, mental health workers, social workers, hospital staffers, and active duty military members. Very nice. Free things for them is very, very good. So thank you again uh, to all of you out there who are doing your best to keep us safe. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Jason Drew is up next. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs>